I don't know how many of you guys have ever read uh, the book uh, called the Bhagavad Gita. Do you even know what I'm talking about? The Bhagavad Gita. It's actually a, um, a sacred text from India. I'll spell it for you guys uh, soon. Because uh, I have some in my hands here. Hard to spell it. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, um, I started reading the Bhagavad Gita uh, a number of years ago, back in the 90s, when I was first introduced to it. <clears throat> oh, you should read it, Catherine. Um, and it's amazing. Um, matter of fact, let me show it to you. I happen to be in my library room right now. So this is it, the Bhagavad Gita. And this is the version I would recommend you read uh, by uh, Ekenath Swarn. Uh, it's a very readable version. That you see is pretty thin. It's not a giant uh, a book at all. Um, but it's amazing. And uh, he unfortunately passed away a number of years ago, <clears throat> but his team um, uh, keep on putting on this journal that I get a quarterly. Um, and one of the journals, uh, and the journals always has interesting topics in it um, about prayer, meditation, peacefulness, mindfulness, all that kind of stuff. And um, <clears throat> this particular issue that they came out with talks about the prayer of St. Francis. And I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the prayer of St. Francis, but it's magnificent. Um, and, um, and it's sort of like a Canals a, a Warren's dissection of the prayer of St. Francis. Um, and if you're not familiar with the prayer of St. Francis, you really should read it, because it's one of the most accessible uh, prayers. That it's, it's, uh, it really kind of talks about changing your mind, right? Changing your mind. And <clears throat> uh, so there's one uh, person, uh, writes uh, in this. Yeah, it's an amazing prayer, Dark. One of my favorites. Maybe I'll say it when I'm done with this. Um, but um, what this one person says about the prayer of St. Francis, which, by the way, I say every single day, like uh, I do sort of a meditation prayer time for me every day, and I actually say that prayer, amongst other things, every single day to myself because I think it's so beautiful. Um, and it's called the Passage Meditation. So I, I've memorized a bunch of prayers and I say these prayers to myself in a meditative way. It's called passage meditation, which is what Kenneth Swarn kind of uh, teaches. So this one person wrote in and said, um, when Swarn says that we are born into these times for a reason, I now realize my life's mission is not to change this whole world. That grandiose concept went nowhere in my life. How did I think it ever would? I now understand that to become an instrument of peace means something completely different. It means that if, if we all begin to change ourselves, the world will change. There's no other possible outcome, and I plop down in this time and this place to begin that process, along with everyone else. With the grace of my teacher and the prayer of St. Francis, I am doing just that. So I love that, because like, I remember when I was younger, uh, I thought that was my goal, is to change the world. Uh, and, and it's not a bad goal. It's not a horrible thing to say. Um, it's, it's very admirable. But the, the problem with, with um, saying, I'm going to change the world, is if you don't, you, you're like, it's okay. Like the old, the, there's a saying like, you can shoot for the stars, uh, but if you miss, you'll at least reach the moon. Yeah, I, I think that's true. Um, I absolutely think that's true. However, um, like if you if you pray to or or if your thought or your goal is I want to change the world and you don't reach it, you feel like I guess I didn't do what I was supposed to do. But maybe the biggest thing is to change myself, right? 
I now understand that to become an instrument of peace means to change ourselves, right? Because if we change ourselves, the world will change. You know, one of Wayne Dyer's, one of my favorite quotes from Wayne Dyer is um, something like, uh, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. I think that's a beautiful <coughs> quote also from Wayne, Wayne Dyer, another one of my favorite uh, spiritual teachers. Um, <clears throat> but I, I want you to... I want you to get that <clears throat> as we're talking about what we're talking about for the rest of the quarter. <clears throat> um, I want you to get that because the goal is not to change the world necessarily. The goal is to change you and then change the one person in front of you, right? The one person in front of you, the one next person in front of you, the next person in front of you, the next person in front of you. And you're going to see some kids, like for example, and the reason why I think this is relevant to this, uh, to today, is you know, we're going to talk about <clears throat> the book, the, What to Do About Your Brain and Your Child, which is an amazing book by Dr. Glenn Dolman. He's a, a, a doctor of uh, occupational therapy. Um, some of these kids that you're going to see who are seriously brain injured, you're never going to change them totally. And nobody will. I mean, it's not like you. And, and, and they need a team. They need a whole team. But you've got to understand that it's a team effort. And what you're looking for is small wins. Right? Even with kids on the spectrum. Like, I would love to say that that little boy I just started seeing a few weeks ago who's not talking is going to be able to talk. But I can't, I can't, I don't know. How would I know? I have no idea. Right? But I know that I'm in touch with myself. And I'm going to do the best I can that I know and recommend other things that I think would be good for that child to do. Other, you know, therapies like speech therapy and other things like functional neurological exercises and Melillo method kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm going to do all that. But it, I don't know what the result will be. And I have to be okay with that. Right? Because even changing the world, you say, well, I'm going to get this kid to talk. Well, but you don't know that. That'd be lovely and it'd be great. And sometimes it, kids go completely verbal and it's amazing. I've watched it, right? But it's unpredictable and you got to be okay with changing yourself, right? And as you guys are getting ready to graduate or going to peak, I know some of you guys are going to peak soon and stuff. That's what I really want you guys to think about is to go into your internships and get ready to graduate and think about what can I do to change myself, right? If, if you're not in a place that is where you want to be, then what can you do to change yourself? And one of my favorite things to do is this um, passage meditation, where start picking prayers and start to slowly memorize them, and then start to kind of go into like a meditative state and say them to yourself every morning as you get ready for the day. You know, so I sit in a quiet place and I will say these prayers and I'll go to the office um, and I'll say these prayers to myself and get prepared for the day. I think that's a very important thing is this kind of preparation. Um, change yourself to change the world uh, sort of stuff. And for those of you who don't know the prayer of St. Francis, I highly recommend you read it. And it's easy to find. It's like all over the internet. Um, it's not like you've got to search for it hard. If you can't find it, just let me know. I'll send you a bit. Um, but I think that that is the key is to say like the beginning of it says... Make me an instrument of peace, right? It doesn't say make me rich. 
or make me famous, you know, or take away all my problems, you know, or make this a perfect world. It says, make me an instrument of, the, of peace. And uh, I think that's what I try to emulate. And I think that's what chiropractic tries to put people together is to, is to, like, to me, peace is like to be in balance. You understand? Like, it's like to put, to put yourself in balance. Like, most people come into our practices where they have back pain or asthma or ear infections or autism or depression or a breech baby. They're out of balance in some way, shape, or form. Do you understand? Some way, shape, or form, they're out of balance. And the whole point of chiropractic, in my opinion, is put, put them back in balance. Put the person back in balance. Um, you know, change yourself, change the world. Um, because how, like Wayne Dyer said, you know, the way you look at things will change how it looks, right? Uh, you know, if you're wearing glasses that are filtered, you know, blue filtered, let's say, right? I don't know if you've ever worn those blue things that help with computers. Um, my next pair of glasses, I can actually put a blue tint on it. Um, but it's going to change the tint a little bit. Right? What you'll see will be different, you know, and you, you got to start looking with different color glasses. And I think that's important. And I want to, that's why I want to preface that um, before I started talking about this book, is um, I wanted to preface it because I want you guys ready. Because uh, when you're dealing with these kids, it is hard. It is scary, right? These kids are like these severely brain injured children that I've, had the pleasure to take care of over the years. It, these kids are, are, it's it's almost scary. Like, you know, as a pediatrician, you probably see this all the time, right? As a chiropractor, unless you're a pediatric chiropractor, you don't see this very much. And even as a pediatric chiropractor, this is not every kid. This is, you know, one out of every 20 or 30. But wow. Um, and it's, it's, we're dealing with this one boy who, um, for 27 minutes wasn't breathing when he first was born, right? That's a tough one, right? And we're gonna make some great changes with this kid, I know it, but it's gonna take a long time. Remember I told you, what's the care plan with this kid? Two to three times a week until I tell you, right? That's the care plan. Um, because it's just gonna take a long time to make any kind of changes because even in little kids, even in little babies, you know, he's only a couple months old, even little babies, it takes a long time. But anything is possible with neuroplasticity, especially when they're little. And what will change? I don't know. What, how, what will we see? I have no idea. But we'll see something. We'll see some good gains. Um, and a lot of that, those gains come from you know, chiropractic adjustments, from the little method, functional neurology stuff that I learned, and from this book, uh, What to Do About Your Brain with Your Child. So I, I recommend this book. Uh, I recommend you reading the Bhagavad Gita. Uh, I recommend you reading Wayne Dyer's work. Um, some great stuff out there to really get you ready for when you guys graduate.